Hey guys, welcome back to In Vivo. It's Jasmine. I'm so glad you decided to come and join me for another episode. Since the last time I talked to you all, it has been a crazy ride. Let me tell y'all, it's been a crazy week. It's been ups and downs and every second is some more information and more news and I didn't have to move out of my dorm, y'all. Like, it's been crazy. So a lot of colleges and universities have been implementing the online education and remote access. So people are relocating back to their homes due to the spread of coronavirus and being able to maintain it and mitigate it by sending us home. And I didn't have to move out. Um, I won't be officially moving out till next week, but that's just crazy. Um, I was supposed to serve... Um, for alternative spring break, like I said last week, and I said it would be no episode. Well, there'll be an episode because I'm home. <laughs> I'm back home now, and I just did not expect this at all. And I know a lot of people just did not expect this. Like, I know we all wanted, you know, a cute week off or cute two weeks off, but to expect our whole semester just be completely finished and we have to go and do online schooling is just something that I don't think anyone saw coming at all. And I understand, you know, the decisions that had to be made in order to mitigate the spread of coronavirus. It's just very unfortunate that our spring semester had to be cut short. You know, a lot of people were planning things for the semester. Like I said, alternate spring break was canceled for Howe University along with our spring fest. And I know a lot of other schools and colleges had like spring homecomings and stuff that were canceled, events that were canceled. And it's just so unfortunate that seniors are having to experience Howard for the last time from their home. And they're not able to have that senior spring semester experience like they thought they would. You know, everyone thought that May, you know, by the time May comes, you're going to be able to graduate and, you know, have that commencement and be able to hang out with your friends one last time. And this is just so unplanned and so random that people weren't able to really say the goodbyes that they wanted to. And I also feel bad for the freshmen as well because they weren't able to experience a spring semester. You know, spring semesters at any school, especially how university are filled with fun, filled with social life, filled with activity and not being able to experience that is really unfortunate and having to leave your friends which I've turned into your family is also pretty unfortunate as well. And I also know that people are going home to not so safe environments for them, whether there's um, due to class, um, economic class, whether it's due to sexuality, like if you're LGBT or just whether that's due to just difference in um, thought, you know, it's hard to go back to home where you've experienced college and you're able to experience that independence for um, so long. So anyone that's going through this right now, just know that I support you. The brand supports you and Vivo podcast supports you. If you need anyone to pray for you, if you need any help, any advice, please let me know by direct messaging the Instagram page at in Vivo podcast. So today's episode is going to be slightly different. We are going to have a special guest on. And like I said, since I am home, I'm here at my house and I have a special someone also here with me. And it's my twin sister, Jada. So she will be joining us on the episode. I'm so excited to have her come on, our first guest of the um, podcast. I'm very happy. I feel like she's going to have a lot to say. We're going to just talk about her um, journey into college, her pathway into computer science, and just our thoughts and stuff on everything that's going on with this coronavirus stuff, because it's a lot to talk about. Like I said, I've been talking about it since my podcast started, and you know I can't help it. It's just what's going on right now. And I just want everyone to stay updated with information with correct information um and you know because twitter and social media will definitely spread things that just are not true so she will be on so we're going to start off with the first segment word of the week 
And the word of the week this week is efficacy. So the reason I chose the word efficacy is because this word is used in research to really talk about the effectiveness of a medication. So I guess to give a personal story, my um, project for the University of Minnesota back in the summer was on the efficacy of a certain drug. So we were able to test a drug in certain environments with certain parameters. And that's what it's all about, you know, making sure that it is um, used to create a desired result. The actual definition for efficacy is the ability to produce a desired or intended result. So I know a lot of you are thinking that efficacy and effectiveness can be used hand in hand, but it cannot. So effectiveness or um, something that being effective describes how medication is used in a real world setting where like patient populations and other variables cannot be controlled, but efficacy describes how a medication performs in an idealized or controlled setting. So like I said, clinical trials or um, animal trials, preclinical trials, whatever trial, you're, you're basically setting up a experiment to see how the drug react in a controlled setting. So that's the difference between effectiveness and efficacy. So like I said, we will not be having a uh, what's new segment because this segment will be my interview with my sister, Jada Grants. So here I'm sitting with my sister, Jada Grants. Hey girl. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. So I'm going to want you to introduce yourself, you know, talk a little bit about yourself, talk about what you're interested in. Yeah, just tell them about yourself. So my name is Jada Grant. I'm a sophomore computer science student at the Morgan State University. Not D. D, the national treasure. Okay, oh, period. Okay. All right. Come on, national treasure. National treasure. <laughs> the only. That's it. You're not going to talk about your your major? Oh, I'm a computer science student, so basically that involves um, programming, computer architecture, um, algorithms, data structures, um, more theory-based than I liked or will like right now. But, you know, in the future, I'll be able to become a future software engineer. That's the goal. So that's good. So every time I talk about you, Jada, everyone's always like, so you and your sister are not both interested in biology? Like... How did that work? Like, how did you become interested in science in that sense? And your science is so much different than my science. Because anytime I see what you're doing, I completely just turn around. Because <laughs> it's just too much. So just talk about how did you became interested in computer science? And what led you to differentiate between me um, and not really being interested in more biology? Like That's a medicine? really good question. Um Let's go all the way back to maybe like 10, 11 years old, back when you used, at, used to be at my mom's house. Yeah. And she had that old Dell, mm-hmm. like, the desktop. Old, you know, the square back, the yes. big back computer. Yes. So I used to take it apart a lot and put it back together to see if it would work. Mm-hmm. And one day I really broke it. But she didn't <laughs> notice. Like, she barely used it. So I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, we straight, we straight. But um, anyway, that was like my first introduction to computers. And then when I went to middle school, I used to do this thing where I would jailbreak phones mm-hmm. and, and charge people. Yes. Um, even though it was on YouTube and like all you had to do was really watch a tutorial. But yes. I just thought I was doing something. Yeah. <laughs> this girl would have like every decal you could add. She really went every add on, every everything, add-on, everything. Like, what? All our music free. Her everything. phone, her little lock screen was my different. lock screen was different. Yeah, was different. Was di- everything was different. Those were the days. Into it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So basically, after we went to um, middle school, the next thing was like testing into high school. And at this time, I didn't really know what computer science was. Yeah. So we had two choices at my high school. It was either computer networking, 
or computer science. And I chose computer networking, not realizing what I chose. Um, <laughs> and it was a great experience, but it was not what I wanted to do at all. Which is good. Let's talk about that because I know we were able to have that magnet experience. And I remember in my welcome episode, I talked about how I did the magnet. It was kind of my decision factor on whether I wanted to you know, major in this. Right. So it was really good that you were able to experience that in your high school and yeah. realized, okay, this networking stuff is not it's for not me. not what I want to do. Yes. Um, I did get deep into it though. I will say that like in regards to Cisco and, you know, no, learning like the networking behind like Wi-Fi and like Ethernet and all that stuff. And I don't know, protocols and just cybersecurity in general, that helped me get access to a lot. So I was able to do competitions, mm-hmm. you know, I interned at the NSA. That was pretty cool. I did right. that for about a year. And then after that, I realized that um, computer science is what I wanted to do, especially after taking the AP course. Yeah. Um, so then when I went ahead and applied for schools, I applied under computer engineering, thinking that like I liked hardware and I like software. So computer engineering might be the right route for me. And so I really started like doing more and more research. And I realized, like, uh, no, <laughs> computer science is the way to go. Yeah. Um, I actually, you know, prayers up to God. Honestly, because when I did apply to Morgan State University, I was a computer engineering major and then they messed me up and put me in comp sci, but it was the greatest mess up I think I could have ever had because I know me, I'm way too lazy to go change my major. Um, So they changed it for me. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. So um, do you want me to keep going about like... No, okay. I think that's good that you were able to talk about a little bit what you were interested in. How you were, you know, able to be different and stuff like that. Oh, I didn't really talk about the difference. I just was never really into bio. Like, I'm the type of person that's squeamish for some blood. So it could never be, especially, like, even worms. Like, I remember having to mess with worms and I almost threw up. I just, this is not, it's just not for me. And my sister would send me, oh, y'all. Jasmine would send me (laughs) pictures of them dissecting stuff. And I'd be like, if you send me something else, I'm blocking you. And I'm never talking to you ever again. Because you know I don't like that. You know I don't like that. (sighs) Like, and he was sitting anyway. Yeah. Something's something's really you need to nothing's fix, you need to wrong. Okay. Like, I will send Jada videos of me in the lab, but she'd be like, "What in the world are you doing? Like, this is just not it. Like, she's just not interested at so all." So that's key for you. You know, I have my comp side <laughs> thing. That's key for me. And yeah. And let's talk about it. you. Kind of. I feel like with comp side, you're able to be like an introvert. You're very much so more of an extrovert than I am. I love it. But I feel like with what I'm doing, like you kind of have to be kind of sort of micromanaged where you can like take on a project and do your thing. And I think that's something that you don't like to do either. At this level, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I get into like the future in regards to like my career, it's not like that. Everything is a team. That's good to know because I think a lot of people think that STEM is completely and vastly different. But when you really think about it, everyone works in a team, you know, you're able to use critical and and analytical skills to accomplish something. So that's like the similarities between kind of what we do. Yeah. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) It's dope though to think about, like, honestly, Mm -hmm. it's really dope to say like you could do STEM, but there are certain skills that you need behind every STEM career that just suit. It's just not changing. Like it's not going to be able to vary from career to career. Right. And I think there's a spectrum too. And I think a lot of people kind of forget that you could be, like you said, you could be a computer scientist or you could be a full-time doctor. You know, you could be an engineering 
and you could be a full-time mathematician. It's so much to do. Right. And, you know, I love the acronym of STEM, but I think people think of it in such small scale. And I think with this program, not this program, this platform, I'm just trying to show, you know, various things. Like I have my research background, but to have you on and talk about your comp sci stuff is just fanning our audience. So like I said, thank you for joining me. She oh, didn't no want to do this, y'all. Don't let her try to trick y'all. <laughs> she did not want to do this. She's kind of... Don't do me. <laughs> Don't do me. Especially with this break going on. Like I get it, you know, I'm trying to chill too, but... I just wanted to be able to have you on and talk. Oh, thank so thank, you, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. So we talked a little about you. I would say talk about your Facebook experience. Talk Ooh. About that. <laughs> so your girl with the Facebook last summer, period. Period. Um, I was a freshman at the time. Mm-hmm. And Facebook has this program called Facebook University. And there are so many different different things you can do with, in regards to that program. So they have a Facebook University for Engineers a Facebook university for data analytics, a Facebook university for design. So it's just different. Granted, the programs are different. You probably get placed different places. And you also probably have a different time span. But for Facebook university, I did the engineering portion, which was in regards to software engineering. So it was eight weeks long. I was in California, the Bay Area to be exact. And it was so much fun. So in regards to the program, um, it was all about mobile app development. So, in regards to mobile app development, I did Android instead of iOS. Um, and that we just learned everything about Android mobile development for three weeks. We did a crash, basically a crash course. It was so fast paced. Um, basically, sink or swim. You either get it or you don't. Because mm-hmm. um, they weren't stopping for you. You could ask for as much help as you want. I mean, it's been, it was days where I was at Facebook, like the actual headquarters, for almost 10 hours. Just trying to like learn the information fast because, you know, from my background, HBCU background, um, we don't have the same education style as it comes to PWIs. And there was actually 10 HBCU students in the program. And it was a 180-person program. So y'all, y'all hear me. Y'all get what I'm saying. Um, so I had to stay, put in extra hours. Then after those couple of weeks, we got into teams of three with the manager and we had to produce our own app. Um, and not just an app to show like, oh, we know how to do this. This was an app to show like, this is our idea. This is it in in motion. Like, this is what it looks like. Um, we had to pitch. We had to do all types of stuff. Team management. Um, just learning how to do things without it being taught to you. So just being a gradual learner and, and taking taking your learning into your own hands, mm-hmm. especially when it's for the betterment of your team. Right. So I learned that. And yeah, it was a fun experience. I met some awesome individuals that we will continue to be close with. Um, I still have my group chat. If I, any of my girls are listening, Hot Girl Summer. Um, I had three like really, really close friends, Amanda, Shannon, and DeAndra, and we did everything together. So yeah. Oh, so I'm glad we were able to talk a little bit about your summer, your life and stuff. So we're going to go ahead and take a little break. I know this is long, so y'all go ahead and get some popcorn or whatever because we're going to be talking about our thoughts on the coronavirus next. So let's take a break. Let your love and other raindrops rain 
That's my that's my <laughs> song. Okay, come on, SWV. So I hope you Let all enjoyed rain. the intermission. That was Jada's pick. Jada wanted to mm-hmm. listen to Rain, so mm-hmm. you gonna get you some Rain by SWV. So now we're gonna talk about the coronavirus, y'all. And I know I talk, like I said before, I've been talking about this stuff so much, but it's just crazy. Like no one would have ever thought they would get this far yeah. at all. Like the Twitter memes have been endless, nonstop. <laughs> Where are you finna be quarantined at, boo? <laughs> and it's just a lot right now. I feel like okay, so I think I could talk to you about this, Jada, because like you said, you're not really interested in research. Yeah. So. No. Do you feel like the podcast, you know, I posted my little cute infographic. If you're not following me on Instagram, at Invivo Podcast on Instagram. Yes. And I put out an infographic, like a cute general infographic about what you should do. And I was just wondering on Twitter, have you really been seeing that trend? Like everyone's kind of telling the wrong information. Yeah, everybody want to be the professor. Like everybody wants to be the one. Like, listen, y'all, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you this is the information. I'm telling you, be scared. Or is it people like, bro, calm down, bro. It's just a strain of the flu. Like, I don't even know if that's true. But you know what I mean? So it's like two different. I just see whatever. I'll be like, dang, that's crazy. And I just keep scrolling. Or dang, that's funny. This person really thinks they know what they're talking about. Right. So I'm trying to change it up because... You know, that's cute and funny and all, but we need to know the right information and the correct information. Exactly. And like I said, I did talk about exactly what is happening at the moment in my first episode, um, Coronavirus and Studying. And in the first episode, I talked about how um, Dr. Kazmikia Corbett, along with the Vaccine Research Center, is working on a vaccine. And I don't think that information is really being told how it should be or really being amplified as it should be. Like we've heard from Italy, um, China, Canada, even um, breaking news that their vaccines in clinical trials, but we haven't received any breaking news on right. ours. And ours was in clinical trials before theirs were. Mm. So the the narrative that we're pushing it. Thank you for the snaps. You know I appreciate it. But the narrative that's being pushed is be scared. Everyone go out at the Costco lines are endless. You know everyone has on hazmat suits and masks <laughs> that don't fit and have on gloves, but touching their phone is really just defeating the purpose of it all. Mm. And it's because they saw something on the news or they saw something on Twitter. Yeah. So I'm trying to just make sure that we understand. You know it can't just be me. You know obviously we need other people in the in the area or other people in this field to, you know, talk about it. And it's being talked about. I just wish that, you know, big news outlets like CNN and MSNBC, Fox News would just try to, you know, de-densify or de-intensify the way that the coronavirus is being put on right. by the media. Exactly. Yeah. So instead of talking about how many deaths we are talking, you know, death is really, you know, important. And making sure that we can mitigate the number of deaths is important. But if we also talk about the number of people that recovered, then that will be good too, you know? Exactly. That's a great point. So let's get some updates on what is going on with this coronavirus. So the first thing that really broke my heart, which is I get it, but it kind of broke my heart, is that, like I said, schools and universities have been closing across the nation. My spring semester is over. It's over. It's (laughs) over. Okay. Shout out to everybody. I have fun. Kind of. Wow. But yes, so the first school to do this was Stanford. Um, I think one of their professionals had contracted the virus and they went in ahead and, um, you know, did what they had to do. And then a lot of schools followed suit. You know, New York schools had to 
Um, what other school? Well, the other places that have a lot of California I mean, schools, California, Washington State schools, um, DC schools, Maryland schools. Yeah, we all closed up. So I know yeah. spring break was for a lot of people. So after spring break, it's gone to Education Connection. <laughs> Get connected for free. <laughs> so that's been happening. I know a lot of public schools have been going out as well. So. It's just crazy. I understand that, you know, spread is very easily at a college campus, especially a college dorm. Like, you can get so much stuff with ease. You know, you can get the flu with ease, bronchitis with ease. It's just a lot of stuff. So, I understand. It's just so unfortunate. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, that you have people that are going back home to not-so-safe environments for them. And like I said, I will support... uh, The podcast supports anyone that's going through that. And like I said, if you need anything or advice, please contact us. Also, we have what's going on at the moment as well is you have big sports um places or big sport arenas and big sport businesses like you know nba oh um, yes saying oh so long or understandable that is because you have all these fans that come out you know you have the players first of all they're sweating they're touching the ball they're touching each other like that's how germs could be spread so quick in sports mm. and we've seen it like just not even coronavirus just in general like if you're at a wrestling match and like one person's sick damn near the whole entire gym is sick like it's very serious so i understand the precautionaries like the precautions that the nba took and other sports leagues took to follow because you want to make sure that the safety of your fans and your players is the number one priority exactly exactly so i completely understand it's just unfortunate and also you have celebrities that are being um, told that they have coronavirus, like Tom Hanks and his wife, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, um, these big time people getting coronavirus. Right. And that's also like, you know, they're human too. So right. I get it, but I don't know. it's just, it's just a lot going on right now. Um, what do you think should be the next step for the U.S. as someone mm. that's not even in research or that part of science? Okay. Well, <clears throat> I think the next step, that will be taken, and I'm, I've been seeing this around, if you all are on social media, that the United States government is going to go into a full quarantine shutdown. I don't know how that's going to look. Neither. I'm kind of nervous about that, because if that's the case, you know, people are saying that grocery stores are going to be closed, people have to stay in their homes. Knowing where we're from, I highly doubt that people are going to stay in their house. Right. Uh, everybody has everything else to do. And just in general, like people who have jobs they rely on, mm-hmm. um... Things don't, I mean, especially in the black community, things don't, can't stop for us. You know, we're, unfortunately, we're used to these types of lows, but this is the low, 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 you know? So I'm kind of nervous to see where it's going to go. I'm nervous too. Hopefully after these two weeks, after spring break, people die down a bit. Um, but I highly doubt it. And I believe that after people went to these, like Miami and all these places, when they come back, I think a lot of people are going to show symptoms. And that's going to be the problem. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. I think, like you said, the biggest thing that you said in that is that people still have to work. Yes. You know, you have festivals being canceled. You have schools being canceled. But people still have to work. And you have little kids. Daycare, you have to think a part of think about. Um, some people are going home. Like I said, school is their outlet for some people. Right. Um, so going from going to school every day to coming home is probably not the best environment for them. Meals, you know, stuff like that. You have to really take into account because as everything else is shutting down, your bills aren't shutting down. Um, I just heard in Baltimore area that BG&E is also um, allowing people to keep their electricity and stuff like that. That is so Which is really cool. And I think that was something I also took away from this too, is that 
someone made a joke on Twitter. It was like, you know, due to coronavirus, we will be providing humans with basic human rights. And I was like, dang, that's deep. Deep. That is so deep. It's wow. so deep. It's so true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's sad and we laugh, but it's the truth. You know, yeah. people are giving um, more leniency now due to coronavirus and jobs and stuff being canceled. But the way everything's being shown and perceived is just bad. Like the CDC. Right. Um, the World Health Organization. You have all these people talking about, you know, virus and testing and um, vaccines and how much money goes into that. Who is profiting from it? Or is it going to be free? And just to see people having to fight for that. Like I know Representative Porter, I think her name is, just had a conversation with one of the CDC officials the other day and had to fight him essentially, argue with him to agree that coronavirus testing would be free. Why is mm. this something we argue about? You know right. what I mean? We should have rights for free basic health care, period. Period. And it's just exposing ourselves. Also, another just caveat is that we're nasty, okay? America is disgusting. Listen, honey, I didn't <laughs> never knew that we had to basically scream at people, wash your hands. <laughs> like, wash your hands, wash your hands. I thought people been washing their hands. Me too. Like, and not even just that, like, people getting more hand sanitizer than soap. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> Fighting over hand sanitizer. Fighting over <laughs> cases of water. What's going on? America? We look horrible right now. And just to see Two like, people got the coronavirus. Everybody want to go in that war. Calm down, yo. Calm down. Not even just that, but just seeing the headlines that, oh, Subway's officials are starting to disinfect twice a day. Man, what? I thought that been disinfecting. Nope. Nope. You got the NY, the New York subways and med shows. They showing pictures of them wiping down the places you scan at, get your... Uh, oh, now y'all want to wipe it down. Now y'all want to wipe it down. I thought y'all been doing that. But you know what I will say, though? It makes you way more cautious about when you touch stuff and you mm-hmm. touch other things because you never really realize, like, you might be, you know, going all throughout the day. You don't touch every day anything on, on the planet. Yeah. And then you touch your face or you touch yeah. your body. You put your hands near your mouth and dirty. Dirty. And I think, like I said, the biggest thing is that people are going out full out mm-hmm. with the hazmat suits and the mask and the gloves, but then y'all forget the basic stuff. So you right. got the gloves on, but you're touching your phone. And then your phone goes on your face when you answer a call. And then Dang. let's say you got the gloves on and you have your purse in your hand. You take the gloves off, you're still touching the, your hand over your purse. So stuff like that, you you really have to sit and really the the phone thing, bro. The phone. You, you know how you have girl? gloves on, <laughs> and you go and put your phone to your. You're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> Throw the gloves and the mask away. You're the done. Mask. And the biggest thing with the mask. Relax. Is like, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing with the mask is that, like I said, they're not enough for the people that's actually sick. Bruh. We run this side patient first. Let me get a mask. <laughs> <laughs> you got people with a mask on, but not covering their nose. Like, hey, yo. Bro, just save it for the people that actually need it. Um, they don't know who actually need it, though. And that's the thing. They, I feel like the United States isn't telling us something. Why are we shutting down everything? Is it that serious? They're not letting us know information. I think what me I'm taking... We're talking about that Okay, earlier. cool, cool, cool. I think... Not to shut you up, but to be like, I just think that with coronavirus and comparing to, this is what I want to talk about too. So the coronavirus is a low severity virus, but a high risk virus, meaning that it passes through with the quickness. You could pass it through a cough, a respiratory droplet, anything, human contact, touching someone. A respiratory someone. droplet. Yes. That's either a cough or a sneeze, Jada. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> So it's easy to pass. Whereas like H1N1 swine flu, it was high severity. 
Like, when you got that, you was... Done for. Yeah. But it also didn't spread as easily. Okay, okay. Same with um, Ebola. It didn't spread as easily mm-hmm. as this is. So, I think the, the thing is that this has the... Op- this has the chance for a lot of people to get it. You know what I mean? So I think that's why they're trying to take this a little bit more seriously. But I don't think we're doing it right at all. And you okay. look at China. Like China, they, they they just announced that their peak is done. They think they're going down. They're about to become to a resolution. And everything's going to be fine. So we just need to get there. We need to get past this hump. And I think we'll be fine. Hopefully yeah. this is not something my hot girl summer because I'm really listen, trying to be in New York, listen, guys. I'm trying to be in Seattle with it, but it's not giving. It's right not giving. now, and I'm kind of nervous. But hopefully, you know, we get it together. We take a chill pill. We take a deep breath, mm-hmm. and we really go forward. Because I just don't understand right now why I'm at my house. <laughs> Me either. And. On that note, I want to say thank you so much, Jada. Oh my goodness, for no joining me. I will come anytime. Anytime. <laughs> I know y'all guys love me. It's okay. It's all right. Tell her to make me permanent. Mm. No. <laughs> but I really enjoyed this a lot. Thank you, Jasmine, for having me on. I really appreciate you so much that you guys get to hear my story. Um, if you want to follow me on social medias, I'm yeah, at Jada underscore Talia. J-A-D-A-A underscore T-A-L-I-A-A. So follow me on all social media, Instagram and Twitter. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jada, for joining me. No Love problem. you, girl. Love you. And on that note, peace out, y'all. We are the bears. No, what? shut up. We don't take no meds. <laughs> we get mad in a minute. Stop you in your chest. What did you say? Mm. We're going to be out. <laughs> On that note, peace out, y'all. <laughs>